Welcome to the Stop Drinking Podcast, where we help you make stopping drinking a simple, logical, and easy decision. We help you with tips, tools, and strategies to start living your best life when alcohol-free. If you want to learn more about Stop Drinking Coaching, then head over to www.soberclear.com. So basically, up until this point, my adult life has been a roller coaster. I've always kind of drank a lot. And it was at a quite a young age that I realized that I didn't really drink just one or two drinks. I would, most of the time, it would involve me getting pretty drunk. I'd have one, which would lead to two, which would lead to three, which would lead to a night out. And this cycle repeated for a very long time. And there was one point in my life in my early 20s where I went to AA. I said, okay, I'm going to go to AA. I'm going to try and see if this works for me. Because I didn't really want to do what I was doing, but for some reason, I just kept doing it. It was like this cycle that I couldn't seem to escape. And I went to AA and I went for about 100 days. And here I was told that I was an alcoholic and I kind of bought into it. I gave myself up to a higher power. And eventually I just didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't want to go to the meetings. I didn't want to give myself this label. I didn't want to have to give myself up to God and spend the rest of my life in this miserable state of mind trying to avoid alcohol. So I stopped going. And then I just went on this journey of these roller coasters where, you know, life would be going okay and then I'd go down and, you know, I would be feeling bad, low confidence, spending all this money and all of this stuff. And it's just been this 10 year roller coaster. And I tried to use willpower. I tried just to grit through it. I tried to avoid alcohol and have these periods where I didn't drink. I'd had, I tried to do moderation. I tried to cut down and uh, I tried to give myself like time frames where I wouldn't drink for 10 days or I wouldn't drink for 30 days and so on. And for me, none of it really worked. Well, at least none of it worked long-term. I'd have these short-term bursts of success. Anyway, so uh, I come from a place in the north of England and I went to university in Oxford. And as part of university, I went to do an exchange semester. So I went to uh, USF, I went to Tampa in Florida. And this was in the second year of my university. So on the return from, from Tampa in Florida, which was an amazing time, Florida is a cool place, uh, but I was drinking and I was partying a lot when I was there. Uh, I came back to, to England and I said, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Cardiff. I'm going to go to Wales. So I should say Wales instead of England. But I went back to the United Kingdom and I went to Wales to Cardiff. And I was, my plan was to go to work in this restaurant, just try a new city out whilst it was the summer, can save a bit of money and then come back to Oxford. So I'm working in this restaurant in Cardiff. And uh, it's the summer, it's like the, the final break before going to the final year of university. And in this restaurant, I was drinking. I was drinking like a fish. And I remember it got to a point where I was going out alone. I was going to bars alone. Uh, and it was pretty much a daily thing. And there was a point where I went out on an empty stomach. I'd been working in this restaurant for like 12 hours. I'd been on my feet all day. I hadn't eaten anything. And I went straight to a bar and I drank. And then I went to another bar and I kept drinking. And it got to a point where I came home and I don't really have any recollection of the night, if I'm entirely honest. There were a few like flashbacks and a few tiny memories, but I remember waking up that following morning and there was blood on my MacBook. So I had this MacBook Pro and I'd thrown up blood on it and just destroyed this MacBook Pro. And it was there and then that I had a bit of a shock. I was like, Jesus, like I just, excuse my blasphemy, but I just keep going through this cycle of just, it, it, that's how I felt, you know, it was, it was this really bad feeling and I was just like, I can't keep doing this. And I just made a decision there that I wasn't going to drink. I was just going to cut it out, done, finished, move on. And I used willpower. So, you know, I'd go back to work in the restaurant and I'd be serving alcohol and I'd just, you know, just be like, I'd just kind of avoid it. And if I had a thought of it, I'd just grit through it and I just used nothing but willpower. And during that time of using willpower, it was very enjoyable. I had a girlfriend, I had a car, I was living in Oxford, I had a nice place to live. I actually started a personal training business that went really, really well, really enjoyed it. Changed a lot of people's lives. It was a really enjoyable time of year. 
And I was just kind of, any time that I had the craving or the urge to drink, I just busted through it. I just used willpower, I just gritted through it. Anyway, so I went to a New Year's Eve party and the problem with using willpower is that I still saw alcohol as a good thing. I still saw it as a beneficial thing. I still saw it as something that would provide a benefit to me. So I went to a New Year's Eve party and it was at this party that I saw all of these people drinking and having what looked like a good time and I felt like I was really missing out. I felt like I was the odd one out and everybody was happy and laughing and joking. And because I'd had such a good period of time using willpower for nine months where I built this personal training business, I had a girlfriend, I had so much going for me, I ended up drinking. And that drank, drink ended up leading me on this spiral and I just went downhill. And yeah, like it, it just, the spiral just went out of control. And, and before you know it, I was, uh, I'd broken up with my girlfriend, I'd lost my business. I was uh, living in London, trying to be a recruiter, working in basically like a sales role, that kind of stuff. And, you know, my life just kind of went from, from really good, really happy, not drinking to having one drink to just slowly trickling down until I'm somehow moving back to Oxford. I'm starting from ground zero. I have no money. I have nowhere to live. I have to live at my friend's place whilst he's on holiday. And I'm really starting from nothing. And I got there and it wasn't a very nice place to be in. I'm sure you can imagine. I've gone from like this nice, successful, kind of like successful life, or at least I was doing okay for myself and just gone vroom back to ground zero. That wasn't a very nice place to be in. And there was a point where I woke up one morning and it was, well, it wasn't even the morning. It was like 4 p.m. And I looked around the room and there was like rubbish around and there was like laundry on the floor. There was half a bottle of, uh, I still have a quite a vivid memory of the picture, but there was half a bottle of whiskey uh, on the windowsill that I'd stolen from the house, from one of the housemates. And it was there where I was just like, dude, like what have I become? And I really felt extremely bad, but I'd knew that I had a lot of potential. I knew that I could achieve great things because I'd had a great time when I'd used willpower to stop drinking. I knew that when I didn't drink, great things happened to me. And I just decided there and then that I'm going to figure out what the hell is going wrong. So what I started doing was I started looking into alcohol. I applied this mental model called first principles thinking. So rather than listening to society and giving myself these labels, giving myself up to God, thinking of myself as the problem, using willpower, I did the opposite. And instead of buying into what people think is common sense, I just logically looked at the reasons why I drank. I used this mental model called first principles thinking. So I read the books, I watched YouTube videos, I watched, I listened to podcasts. I did all of this stuff to try and build this worldview where I just didn't want to drink anymore. And, and what ended up happening is it was like this moment where everything just clicked. And I looked at everything. I did a lot of introspection and a lot of work and a lot of study to really understand why did I keep doing this? What was it about alcohol that kept me going back, that kept me stuck in the cycle? Why did I think of myself as an alcoholic? Why did I think I had this addictive personality? Why did I think that because of my genetics and because of my family tree, and there's lots of drinking and lots of people that have had drinking problems, why did I think that that made me like them? What was it about alcohol that kept me going back to it? Why did I look at the marketing and think of myself as the attractive character that a marketing message might portray? What on earth was going on? And I really just logically looked at it. And what ended up happening is things just clicked. And it's very hard to describe. And I know some of you guys that are watching these videos have had that experience. And obviously people that are joined the Sober Clear program, you guys know what I'm talking about. And all of a sudden you get this rush where you see alcohol for what it is. You, it's almost like the illusion of alcohol disappears. And that is why I'm so comfortable spending all day, every day, talking to people about alcohol, helping people solve their alcohol problems, making YouTube videos about alcohol. I still have no desire to drink it. I talk about this stuff all day, every day. You would think that by talking about it and this is like, you know, creating a career out of helping people stop drinking, you would think that I would be the most likely person to relapse because it's all I think about. It's all I talk about. It's all I discuss. 
Yet it just hasn't happened. I still have no desire. I felt the exact same way that when I had that light bulb moment very early on as I do now, there's no difference. And basically since stopping drinking, everything in my life has changed dramatically. And what happened is like before, when I stopped drinking using willpower, I would just take one step in front of the other and I take another one. And I've just kept going forward and basically just rebuilt my whole life. And now I live in Chiang Mai, I live in Thailand, I've got this amazing girlfriend, we've got this nice house together, I ride, I ride motorbikes with my friends, you know, I've been all over the world, I've been to Bali, I've been on a road trip through Italy, I lived in Bangkok for a short while, and everything has just changed, and the only reason why it changed is because these days, I can take one step in front of the other and not take a backward step, right? I can go forward, 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 and I'm not afraid anymore of everything just crumbling down and having to start from ground zero anymore, because I had this light bulb moment. I used first principles thinking and everything just fell into place. And it was almost like, the, I don't know how you'd describe it, but like it was like everything just aligned and all of it just started to make sense. And all of the stuff that had happened for those 10 years, all of it just made sense. And it, I could just see it so clearly. And it's what I like to call being sober clear. And it's like a state of mind where you're just like, it's this clarity that you've got around alcohol and the desire just lifts. And I have experienced that. And it's the best thing that ever happened to me using that mental model and now teaching other people how to do that in the Sobekli program just changed absolutely everything. And because I found it so effortless to stop and because I found it so enjoyable, I decided to start Soberclear to help other people go through what I went through. The vision for Soberclear is to be the most successful alcohol program in the world, empowering problem drinkers to put down alcohol and achieve their dream life. And because I feel like that's what I've kind of done, I've kind of taken myself from zero and just slowly built things back up again, that I'm now in a position to show people how to do that as well. And so far, the results have been absolutely incredible. Uh, if you click the video in the description about first principles thinking and how to apply the mental model, you'll be able to hear stories of other people that have applied this mental model and also changed their own lives. Thanks for checking out the Stop Drinking podcast by Sober Clear. If you want to learn more about how we work with people to help them stop drinking effortlessly, then make sure to visit www.soberclear.com.